Greetings, stowaways. The following episode comes with content warnings for parental abuse, gaslighting, manipulation, starvation and withholding of resources as a form of punishment. There are additionally brief scenes of graphic depictions of gore and mutilated bodies, death of parents, death of a child, death of a sibling. These are not lingered on. Please don't worry, it's not little Corzin. Thank you, take care, and enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, Angel's Wing Bellicom, Sam, mm. Angel's Trumpet, Burns, and Ellie destroying Angel Sparrow. Yay! Today's nice. Yay. although I've, although were it not were those three not submitted uh, by one of the stairways, I would have gone with Angel's delight as the obvious <laughs> as the obvious continuation there. Uh, thanks to Valeria Messalina. Uh, from Twitter, at Viper and Messalina for today's three. Uh, all th- three of which are poisonous mushrooms. Uh, well, maybe oh. not, maybe or maybe not Angel Delight. Uh, they used to think yeah. Angel's wings were edible, and then there were f- some fatalities in Japan, so they got reclassified. So oh, thank you no. for that. Thank oh, you for oh. that little uh, tidbit there. Oh, someone Sounds had a shit well, day, once. didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yes, several someones apparently. Ah, mm. oh, I've been painting mushrooms lately. Maybe I should paint the angel mushrooms. Mm. I was drawing mushrooms too. Oh, Maybe mushroom I'll do friend. more too. Oh, little mushroom friends. We're in a new place. Mm. It's very yes. weird. Yeah, you may or may not be able to hear it in our voices. If there is a weird resonance, I apologise. We've literally just moved into a new recording setup. I actually don't remotely apologise if we're a bit more echoey because <laughs> we're way happier. So, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it turns out in three or so weeks when we hear this, when you then this actually comes out, that we are a bit more echoey, maybe I'll look at, I'll, I might look into trying to put a bit more padding in. But otherwise... yeah. We are in a new place. In a new town. Yeah, we are in a new undisclosed town that is not London. Mm. Uh, Technically, it's a city, undisclosed city that is not London. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very nice. Yes. Uh, We. uh, I suppose I could probably reveal that we are somewhere in the Midlands. Yeah. 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 That's. Honestly, we could probably reveal the city like it's. Yeah, it's true. We're in Lincoln. It's fine. We're in Lincoln. It's lovely. There's a a cathedral. There's a a bizarre number of religious buildings here. A very nice canal. Lovely canal. There's swans. So many swans. Our current swan count is eight. We've seen eight yes. swans. That's swans. Some of them may be the same swans. We don't know. We saw them on separate <laughs> days. There are a lot count. of swans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's... is the uh, count likely to go up or down? Do you think that down would require them to erase memories from me? Okay. No. I need oh, to okay. lose the, swan uh, memories. Uh, a bit of an ask for swans, I think. All right. <laughs> Just like it's a little known fact. Every time you see a black swan, mm. you forget one white swan. <laughs> they just negate each. They, like, they negate each other like 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 uh, pieces in in, check, in checkers. Oh, cool. The balance must be maintained. One two one white like one black swan jumps over a white swan and it's just taken off the board. Mm. <laughs> of your memories. <laughs> oh God, very strange. But yeah, no. Um... We're in celebration of, of the new place without the street arguments outside and the motorbikes yeah, we'll... and the 
you know, all the other shit. A moment of fucking silence. Did you even hear that? Uh, (laughs) And for another moment, have you seen any of the Roman bits in Lincoln yet? Not yet. Not yet. We're still exploring. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh, And to 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 exploit that, uh, to exploit another moment of silence, uh, we're going to have that. But you get to have it filled (gasps) by our demand to know. Feature us what messages from the present. It's future Jason with messages from the present. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. As ever, a massive thanks to our crew members and the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. Currently, I still believe an environmental feature. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs, link in the description. We are an affiliate of dnddice.com, makers of beautiful specialty dice since 2010. Whether you need dice because you're masquerading as a vampire, calling Cthulhu, or some sort of pathfinder gathering the magic munchkins, you can click through our affiliate link in the description and grab yourself or a friend some particularly sexy dice, or a particularly sexy leather dice bag. We're also an affiliate of Zavi, fine producers of nerdy garments and handy household items. Remember, you can click through the affiliate link in the description and use code FLINTLOCKS20 to take 20% off clothing and FLINTLOCKS10 to take 10% off not clothing. Once again, we're involved with the online group Heist Game Agent Venture, the most fun you can have on a Zoom call while keeping your shirt on. Pull off a heist, infiltrate a base, and save the world with only a laptop, an internet connection, and your socially distant friends. Check out the link in the description. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, past Jason. The smooth jazz version. They're going to actually have the theme tune in like three seconds. <laughs> Double theme tune, congrats. With that in mind, it's time to begin. Flintlocks and fireballs. <laughs> Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs, which... Blumenek we're going to need because uh, off air we've had a two week break oh my <laughs> what's the D20 I don't know what were we doing I don't remember anything previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs the party have saved the world for third time the third fourth time it's kind of hard to tell um, yeah. There are probably so many that we don't know about as well yeah. horrifying but you have once again <laughs> stopped a potentially continent-destroying catastrophe. Uh, having, uh, having been at the Institute uh, 
uh, at just about the right time to prevent the catastrophic spread of the Blue Death, a parasitic uh, mycoid uh, infection that was seizing control of various hosts and threatening to spill out of the contained walls of the Institute and, um, well, consume. However, you discovered yeah. it's uh, one weakness, chocolate, and uh, <laughs> proceeded to uh, successfully cleanse the Institute uh, of the infection in what has frankly been a relatively, I think, yeah, relatively bloodless uh, conflict. Woo! Along the way, you managed to find some uh, find some long lost uh, friends and companions, or even just vague acquaintances. Make some new ones. Uh, get someone to lose their job, who, in fairness, probably richly deserved it for the you know decades of kidnapping. Uh, <laughs> gave someone else a new job, and uh, managed to secure the delivery via stealth steam barge. Of a <laughs> shipment of weapons with which to arm the uh, defenders of Newmark. It's the afternoon of the 18th of Falling Leaves, 1798, and uh, you, as you saddle up, well, actually, you don't saddle up because you still don't have a saddle, but as you clamber bareback <laughs> onto uh, the back of your not exactly ethereal, but like magically constructed mount slash pet Kerberos, mm-hmm. uh, a gigantic dog, <laughs> technically a huge sized dog, uh, you make your way along with Lady Grace uh, and um, Viv, there you go, Vivienne, uh, her body, bodyguard mage, back down towards Newmark. As with the journey up, unless you decide you particularly want to force march yourselves, this will take uh, over a day's worth of travel. So with the energy you have probably, because you've spent a few hours awake already, riding six to seven hours, resting overnight and completing the final couple of hours in the morning. Probably in the early morning, actually, or um, because with six hours of travel, you're leaving around three in the afternoon. You will run out of steam around nine or ten in the evening, which means with assuming you stop at nine and get some sleep, uh, get a good eight hours of sleep in, you will be ready to continue with your journey uh, about an hour or so before dawn, which. It does mean that you will be trying to cross back into the city beyond the, pardon me, beyond the Osirian uh, Redcoat camps outside, just around the crack of dawn. So that seems reasonable. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, you wouldn't trust them in the dark, would you? Or the light. I'm not sure. I'm <laughs> sort of in between sounds pretty good. I'm not sure my trust is dependent on light conditions in the monastery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does seem so, like an odd sort of. Also, we all thing. we all have dark vision. 
these days, so it's not even wildly relevant. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't trust them in an eclipse. Literally. Or on a cloudy day. Yeah, that's a good point. Lady Grace is an elf. Vivienne is a half-elf. So literally everyone here now has dark vision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not Kerberos, but like... Yeah. <laughs> even that's debatable. <laughs> it's hard to tell Doesn't what seem senses. to bother him. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell what senses Kerberos does have. Kerberos mm. doesn't care what senses he has. He's busy dogging. Dog, dog, dog. Yes. Not dogging. <laughs> that's not no, a word. That's, that's a different thing. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't exist yet. It's the 1700s. <laughs> I mean, it definitely probably does, but no, like... but they don't call it that, do they? I, I mean... I thought the... dogging was specifically cars. Is it True, not? the cars I don't mean, exist. Have they been just getting, like, carts carriages? and horses? And yeah. carriages? Presumably <laughs> some carriages meet up, like, in a... A dark place somewhere. Ebony Regardless, off in the back of a carriage. Yeah, re- <laughs> <laughs> the horse was right there. <laughs> Maybe that's Regardless. where the uh, the phrase "Don't frighten the horses" comes from. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> oh, regardless, uh, you have yet to re- uh, to find a sufficiently si- uh, like a sufficiently gigantic bitch uh, for Kerberos <laughs> to to engage in any in any dogging. Uh, were he physically inclined or able, you're reasonably sure that Kerberos is probably like Marjorie. Uh, yep. You've certainly never observed him to eat or shit. <laughs> So whether he gets any other uh, uh, biological impulses is anyone's guess. <laughs> I really wouldn't like to speculate. That that might be... Um, well, well, you know how... Uh, no, nah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the, as you're, as you're like, uh, right, at this moment where presumably Scamp and Viv are like re- recasting their next Phantom Steed, <laughs> Lady Grace looks over and goes... You have the most remarkable conversations. <laughs> you have no idea. Like, oh. this is us on our best behaviour. Passes no. the time, doesn't it? <laughs> no. Reminds me of a long time ago. <laughs> How so? Oh, back in the travelling days. Oh. Mm. Well, you mean you were weird and dumb once, too? <sighs> That's certainly one way of putting it, yes. I had a... We've all got to start somewhere, haven't we? Indeed. No, I... She looks distant for a moment. I had similar friends. And they had... Not in... (laughs) Well, not incomparable... uh, Senses of humour. There was one... I actually knew a uh, didn't know a halfling, uh, not unlike yourself. Different style mm. of things. It was um, what was the surname? It was Nagerson. There we go. Yes, Bolo Nagerson. Oh, we're very much aware That's, of that uh, family. Mm, yes, fine family. Gordon, you've not actually heard of a Bolo, and Bolo is a fairly common uh, halfling name, but you don't yeah. know a Bolo Nagerson. Yeah, this this might actually be of... pre Norwich time. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the only Bolo I think I'm aware of is that one halfling king. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it does occur to me that there's no reason that you can't have silly conversations now if you want to. You're perfectly welcome to join in with ours. Absolutely. More the merrier. 
I think I'll leave that to you for the moment, and... So you don't think Kerberos poos, then? I've not observed it, so... But mind you, maybe it happens when he's in his collar. Collar's from the poo, I like this theory. Although I suppose we, we ought to be thankful that would be a really easy way of trapping us. You see, the thing is, yep. comments, <clears throat> you need to be aware of the of uh, when you're eventually going to have to clean that collar out. Uh, excuse me, you're talking to the well, person that how do you even do that? out of their bag every couple of fucking hours. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, are you in there bastard. again? Eating. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Regardless, so you're happy to uh, to rest the night, and uh, rather than pressing on, I think so. Okay. What do you two reckon? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. useless on a level of exhaustion. We might have some really we've had a trying to do a yeah. couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you prepare. In which case, you ride till nine, um, and once again set up the. Uh, Viv looks to you, Scamp. Do you want to do the uh, double-layered uh, dome again? Yeah, that sounds sensible. All right, here we go. You set up the double-layered uh, uh, shelter domes, and I suppose actually one thing that's remembered is uh, reminded me is that Celestia, you do have the spells remaining, should you wish to conduct a dream. I do wish to conduct a dream. Okay. To Enya. Okay, so to Enya Silversmith. All right. You... Unless there's anything people want to do first, obviously. <laughs> Far away. Nah! I don't think so. Okay. You assign your watches, and Celestia, you kind of gather the spirit, uh, spirits together. And... Yeah, I... Um... As ever, like, take my little bottle of Nemish brandy out, grab a handful of dirt and, like, upend it a little bit and then hold it out to the rainbow spirit. You ready to go? You're going to go find Enya? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Okay. Do you, do you like, eat this sand? How does... What, what happens to this sand? I know you like it for dreams, but do you eat it? Like, what is it? Mm, it's sort of like eating and sort of like being. Do you poo? No. Okay. <laughs> Unless that is poo. That's not poo. This is sand. But then when I go into it, am I turning it into poo? Am I splashing poo into your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Only Celestia and Quarles are going to hear this side of the conversation. <laughs> For anyone who's interested, this spirit doesn't poo, but is also confused what poo is. Uh, so that's fine. Well, this they don't is... have um, fleshy bits, do they? Um, you don't have fleshy bits, do you? The rainbow spirit um, kind of fall, bundles together the like the multitude of ribbons and briefly forms an outline of Celestia, <laughs> like wiggles a bit. <laughs> it's like Celestia. If Celestia was one of the like inflatable arm flailing tube people, <laughs> oh well. I stand corrected. That's very obviously me, and I'm not real. <laughs> oh, I know you're not real. Excuse me. 
What do you mean I'm not really real and I'm not? How does this work? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just dreaming you. (gasps) It's a conspiracy. (laughs) Would you like would you like some sand pool? Uh, Am I real? (laughs) (laughs) Before answering Scamp's question. The answer scamp is probably. Before before they can answer Scamp's question, the Rainbow Spirit t- just dives into the uh, into the handful of sand, which glows ra- various rainbow colours, which you then like shove into your face. Basically, I always picture that it flicks it at me. I don't yeah, know. yeah, just like Ugh. as you look at it for a moment, and then it goes, goes <laughs> like a cloud of mo- of fine multicoloured uh, sand blows I've into Celestia's face. I've definitely been too stupid to lie down because I've been kneeling up talking to it. So she's like, like <laughs> you just, yeah, you just smack straight into the bed. Too busy uh, giggling to have remembered. <laughs> I will attempt to rearrange her into a slightly more comfortable position. <laughs> I will put her finger up her nose. <laughs> you do so. Um, okay, so yes, Celestia, roll a d twenty for me, please. Nineteen. Okay. You sink backwards into sleep, into slumber, into... No, that's not quite right. Kind of like a cold. (laughs) Yeah, into rain. You feel just the pitter-patter of rain all over you as you open your I eyes. I take my finger out of my nose. What was that doing there? <laughs> <laughs> yes! You are in a city of some sort. Um, the street... The buildings are broadly modern like like the type kind you're used to seeing like back in Seoul uh, like in the heart of Alessant but they just go up and up and up although you can't look up too far because you just get rain in your eyes um, they're not all this as well like they fade after a while and the weird thing is everything is monochrome not black and white but like a kind of bluish grey Shades, shades of like a, a desaturated blue. Hmm. It's it feels sorrowful being here. The streets twist off in different directions, and sometimes you catch echoes of people walking through the rain before they fade. The rainbow kind of fleck at your finger points you down the street and you continue wandering through it. I sort of try and talk to the rainbow spirit and see if it still works when it's in me. Can I still talk to you like this? How does that work? Pause. A longer pause. Hello? You know, I don't know you feel yourself say. Well, that's weird. 
It is, isn't it? Your mouth just moves. Can you make me move? I mean, do you want me to? Just once out of interest. You just feel yourself take a step forwards and then jump in some puddles. <laughs> I mean, as movements go, that was pretty good. Um, if you could not do that on a regular basis, then I'd really appreciate it. That's actually quite scary. Mm-hmm. You, you, you feel yourself, and then after a pause, <clears throat> you say, yeah, that's why I don't do that. Thank you. That's respectful and nice. Wouldn't be very fun. No, you're not that type, really, are you? You're much more fun. Mm. Should we go and find Enya, then? Mm-hmm. This way. Okay. You feel... It's very slight, but, like, you feel like your fingers slightly point in the direction. Mm. And you begin wandering. You just... You you kind of go... There's a pause before your mouth says, Sorry, this is really the only way I can talk. It's okay. You might want to, um... Stay a bit quiet with Enya, though. I, I I don't know. I feel like she might get a bit scared. Okay. Well, I mean, I could just explain to her. No, I'm, I'm fine. No, bugger it. If you want to talk, I'll explain. You talk if you want to. That seems weird otherwise. Hmm. Thank you. Mostly I'm just happy to see what's going on. Hmm. I, don't, I don't want to make you stay quiet. You're not a quiet sort of spirit. Not really. No. But thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, other people can hear you right now, which is interesting. Hmm. Kind of fun to have someone to talk to in here. Oh, there's lots of people to talk to in here. They're all just sort of busy. I mean, someone who came with me. Hmm. I mean, I've been here a few times. Oh, I know um, you always come with me, but we usually can't talk. This is new. Yeah. Oh, sometimes I come with, though. I've come with Corson a few times when you've sent him. Mm. Can you talk at the same time as me? Uh, okay, let's say hello after three and see if it works. One, two, three. Hello. Hello. And it doesn't work, does it? You've only got one mouth. Oh, that's true. I was wondering if you'd do a cool magic thing and I'd have, like, two voices, but apparently not. Could you do that normally? No. I mean, technically, yes, with illusions, but it wouldn't be, like, coming from my vocal cords. It would actually be coming from you. Yes. But this is... this is. I mean, like, I've got your mouth at the moment, so you don't do. normally have two mouths. That's true. I don't, know, I don't think I want two mouths either. That'd be quite scary. Yeah. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, where's you then? Oh, yes, uh, just round here, I think. Mm. Sad looking town, isn't it? Hmm. This is where Sad lives. Yeah, pretty but sad. Hmm. 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 Oh well, let's go find Angry. Okay. 
As you turn a corner, sections of the city have started to crumble around this corner. Uh, and the the thick rain is starting to drive harder. It's become more slanted. There is a more... Uh, you can hear uh, distant sounds of rumbling thunder and, that's, uh, 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 and such things. Uh, crackles in the distance of lightning. Mm, you're right, it is angry here. Mm. It's still monochrome, but things are turning to a more purpley colour. It's kind of like Hmm. No, I don't really spend a lot of time here. Sometimes. Do you uh. just come into the Dreamfold sometimes? Is that what you're saying? Well, this is a sort of in... Um, like while I'm sleeping, <clears throat> you do that? Mm. Like I, I used to be to come here. Oh. Back in the day. Before um, we met. Yeah. No, I, I didn't remember a lot of it. Um, you don't really remember things when you're just wandering. Well, where are you from? Oh, well, this, it's not... Um, it's on the other side of this. Oh, which bit? The other side of this. The other of this town or of the Dreamfold? Yes. Yes. I'm like you. I can see this, I can see your side of it. I don't get what you mean. I don't think I can really explain it. Very well. I, I'm not that sort of. Um, I'm not that sort of person. That's okay. You're you. <laughs> but hmm, this, you can kind of. This is. You can come here, and I can come here, and I can kind of see you. Oh, so you're you're sighted, but the other way. Think so. In my world, right? Mm-hmm. You've probably heard this because you've been in my world for ages. But we call people who can see spirits sighted, right? Mm-hmm. So you're sort of the other way sighted. You're a spirit who can see people in here. Hmm. I think so. Wow. I mean, why have I never thought of that being a thing? Well, you don't see a lot of us. No. Do most of you live here, then? No, no, no. Other side. Other side? Of this. This, like, this is the this... middle? Yes. The dream folds the middle and there's another side. I think... I don't know. It's hard. We don't... So remembering things is sort of your thing. You don't really do memory. Not unless we've got a shape to remember into. Am I a shape? I'm... I think you're letting me borrow your shape. Okay, but you don't have a shape. I mean, I have a shape, Your shape's cool. I love your shape. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. I like my shape, but... Um... You let me have more shape. Oh. I think... 
Thing in a way, you let me have more shape too. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're more part of each other lately than when we met. Mm-hmm. We are. Is that okay? With you, I mean? Hmm. Um, yeah, I think so. It's okay with me. It's been fun. Mm. I like being with you. I like being you. It's fun. Being me, we each other a bit now. Mm, maybe. I'm weirdly okay with that. Mm-hmm. You make a good team. Mm-hmm. What if, what if one, one of the people from my side went to your side? Like, can that happen or will we just like explode? Um. Or turn into a spirit or something? Ooh, uh, the words I would use for this don't make sense, so. You could say them anyway. Uh, no, the. If I were to use words you have, mm -hmm. uh, can water be fire? No, because it's water. Yes. Okay. So... Hmm. I guess it would be like... A riverbank. Mm-hmm. So you've got land and you've got sea. Yeah. And sometimes you have the fishy things with the long snouts that we've heard about that... <laughs> fishy things with the long snouts? Yeah, that like come up and they eat things that are walking on the on the side of the river mm -hmm. oh like crocodiles that's the word yes <laughs> it's an amazing description of yes. a crocodile <laughs> um, and sometimes you've got the people with the nets who mm -hmm. sit on the side who, who walk by the river and they get things catch them yes um but the but the fishing people are on are from the land yes and they dip into the water yes and the peopling fish are from the water <laughs> and they dip onto the land. Yes. But I guess you're thinking about something that's, I don't know, maybe a duck. <laughs> hmm. Did you just <laughs> just compare a duck to the idea of somebody going over to the spirit world? If that's what it's called. Does it have a name? Uh, that's your name for it, I guess. Okay. But, like, I couldn't go over there. No. You can't, you, you're a fisherman. You're, you're like a fish person. You're, 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 you're a fishing person. Yeah. If I'm a personing fish. So, if I go into the water that you live in for long enough, I will drown because I can't breathe underwater. But I can breathe underwater because Scam casts water breathing on me every... This metaphor's getting away from Imagine me. it's not water. Imagine it's rock. I can't live in rock regardless of what I do to myself. Okay, yeah, yes. I've got it. 
And if I lived in, and if, uh, but to you, to me, your side of the river is rock. And I'm in the not rock. My head hurts. <laughs> hmm. But the point is, you, I, water can't be fire, fire can't be water. So something that could be in both would have to be something else. Are you not quite a spirit and I'm not quite a person then? I'm like wet fire and you're like steam. Huh. Wet fire is not really a thing, but you're a thing, so... It... You don't have the words, so I can't use them. It's okay. I like your words. That's interesting. So... I know, I didn't used to realise half of this. It's really cool, you're getting really clever. Not that you weren't clever Mm -hmm. already, but you're getting like articulate clever, it's like different clever, Mm -hmm. it's really interesting. I I can, you're, I've got a really good sense of you, so I can use, I can borrow your words. Yeah, you can borrow my words anytime. Oh. (laughs) Um, So if something really bad happened, in the world where I'm from. Mm-hmm. All the spirits could run away to your world. Uh... Like, say there was a big boom or mm. whatever, like we've seen in the visions. I mean, I think you were there with me, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. Say there was a big boom. One of the things that I noticed in that vision was that there weren't any of you. Could you all have run, run away back to the other side? If something happened on my side, could you run back to your side? You're already here. Yes. Or there, because we're not here. No, right now we're like, we're, we're a duck. in the middle. Yeah, we're a duck mm. right now. We'd make a lovely duck. Quack, quack. Quack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what happened. Or will happen, or might happen. I think it's a might happen. I think it's a might happen, and I hope it's a might happen. Um, I don't know. I think... You You said, could I come to you? Like, could I be on your side all the way? Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess it would be like... If I'm in the water, it would be like filling a jug up with water and bringing it out. That's the only way. That's how you're with me most of the time. Uh, No. You've got a foot in the stream. And I've got a bit of stream around your foot. Huh. That's cool. If... But... May, but if you were to, but like if you fill a jug with water and take it out, then the water's not in the stream. Mm. Because I'm not, it's not like I'm a fish, it's more like I'm the stream. You're the water. In the way that you're the land. You're part of it. Together we're horrible, weird slime. Mud? We're a duck. <laughs> Together we're, 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 we almost make a duck. But the we don't. Best duck. We're a duck. <laughs> I don't have anyone saying otherwise. 
<laughs> Am I ever going to explain this conversation to anyone? Um, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe that's okay. You're very interesting. Thank you. You're Not that you weren't always, but talking to you is really interesting. Well, talking to you is interesting, so mm. I can be interesting. Yes. <laughs> oh. really do what we're here to do, shouldn't oh, we? Oh, yes, just We're getting far too distracted. <laughs> we're not going to get any real sleep. <laughs> you uh, step through a ruined sort of archway onto the edge of a pier, a smashed up pier in front of roiling water, and you can see there is the echoing form of um, a young dwarf woman it doesn't there's a you can see how this girl will one day become a mm-hmm. but as she is right now in this in whatever dream she's having mm. doesn't quite look right touch the rainbow spirit again is Enya angry hmm she's sad yes and yes okay we're we're on the this we're on the border place between angry and sad. Ah. The, you feel your your hand like lift and point up to the purple sky. You you come here sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I come here a fair amount. Mm-hmm. It's part of the rainbow. I love you. I love you too. Thanks for liking all the colours and not just expecting me to be the happy ones. You feel your mouth do. <laughs> Purple's a good colour. Mm-hmm. You just can't be purple all the time. Yeah. Well. Let's go. Talk to Enya. You step, as you get close, you see like a sort of flickering edge of the dream bubble around her. And as you pass into it, the scenario changes. You see a, you, uh, you see a frightened looking dwarf girl. And a girl, like, only the faintest, like, bits of chin fuzz have started to come in. Mm. Like, she's very, she, she's pretty young. And, yeah. Hey, hey. It's me, I said I'd come, remember? She frowns for a moment. I'm a friend, it's, it's alright. You're not alone. You're a friend. Yes. yes. Um, we met once. Did we? Yeah, it's okay. Big day. You don't need to remember. Everything. I'm. I feel like I'm lost. You're lost. Like I can't. I need to get somewhere. Do you know where? Um, I'm trying to find someone. I can't remember who 
Okay, what what does it feel like? Does it feel like you're looking for a friend or for a family member? I think family. Family. Yeah. Okay. Older or younger? Um, I think older. Older. Right. Parent or a grandparent? Um, I don't or... know. Um, but there's there's the monsters. There's. I can't go to the water. The rain, by the way, continues into this place, wherever this is, and the build and the buildings are not too far from modern, but mm. this feel that the air is cold and wet and salty. Mm. You can hear some sort of chaos uh, going on in the distance shouting, things being torn up, powerful winds. It's familiar. Enya, is this a Kraken attack? Hmm. <clears throat> um, uh, so it's just stories. I, I, it's not. I can't go to the water. Okay. What's in the water? It's... can't go. There's... something... there. Look out! Points behind you, and mm. you turn back, and you see in a flash of lightning that just shows, uh, illuminates behind you, the massive crab-like form of a chul. Huge, chitinous, lobster-like claws, the strange tendrils coming from its maw. It's gonna... I mean, it just tries to pincer you. Um, I'm gonna make an attack roll. Okay, I don't want to do something oh, no. bad. Yeah, yeah, roll mischief. Yeah. Um, my initiative modifier it's been a couple of weeks right 23 there we go okay you you get to act first um i think i just panic and like flick out with the rainbow spirit and shocking grasp it <laughs> okay uh roll attack oh it's not very good oh no actually my spell attack's really good isn't it that that's 21 21 hits roll damage and oh god, Robbie, what shocking grasp damage I had to happen. Uh, I want to say 3d8. Hold on. Yeah, 3d8. Awesome. Um, 12. 12, okay. With, with a crackle of. Uh, you, you just flick out your hands, and you don't have. Uh, like, you forget to. I'm going to say... I think yeah. the hand goes back for yeah, the guitar and the then comes back, back with the rainbow spirit. Yeah, you go back for yeah. the, the, the guitar and as you pull it forwards, I mean, the guitar is here because your equipment is here, but it, it's like you pull the spirit of the guitar out instead. It's like, like a, a rainbow hologram. Yeah, a yeah. rainbow hologram of the guitar reaches forwards and just like flicks forward like a bolt of lightning. It uh, strikes backwards. 23 damage, was that? Yeah. Uh, um, no, the no. damage was... 12? 12, yeah. sorry. 23 I is I what I rolled on my attack. Ah, good, 12 <laughs> or my initiative okay. or something. Uh, yeah. You see it strikes it and the, the, the it 
it cracks the chitin a little, and the chawl just like shudders and uh, as if it, it, its movements become jerky and uncoordinated for a moment. So you've denied it its reaction if you want to move. Yeah, um, I kind of want to offer Enya a hand and just like start running away. With okay, her. yeah, no, she grabs it and uh, do you just time to go ah, right? And you just start racing down the street. Oh. Uh, I would like athletics or acrobatics from you, please, to try and escape the tool that just bursts into a chase. Acrobatics, definitely. 24. Okay, rolling for Enya. Publisher athletics because blood magic. Okay. Uh, 24 is good enough. Enya is not that that good, uh, uh, that capable, but you rolled high enough to counteract the tool bursting out of the alleyway uh, you see that there's just a pile of crates and so on you leap up onto them, lift uh, Enya up, leap off and into the rain through a press of scurrying people and in a, uh, as you see the children <laughs> punch uh, its pincers through the crate, splintering them and begins charging after you uh. um the troll is going to continue the chase. Uh, roll, uh, I'm going to say, uh, there is a thick press of people coming towards you now. I might throw a darkness back at it. Okay. Not done that today. You stretch backwards and the magic is weird here. It doesn't work like normal. Instead, sections of your own charcoal grey skin seem to just like turn into moisture and flick backwards like ink which bursts into a cloud behind you. Oh that was weird. Yeah. Yeah it is. You say. So weird. Anyway. Um, what? What are you talking about? Huh? Everything's going wrong. Everything is going wrong but it's it's okay. You're confused. <laughs> behind you as the troll gets tied up in the darkness and confused um, you can, uh, you find yourself at a fork in the road towards the to the left you can hear you can hear the sound of the raging roaring sea uh, to the right there is deeper more convoluted city uh, Young Enya looks terrified of the left. Enya, where are we going? This is your dream. There's something you've forgotten. You wanted help. Roll again. We can't... We can't go to the left. That's where he is. You wanted to remember. You asked. She shakes her head, terrified. I'm not going to make you. I... The chul! You look back and you see the chul is just standing in front of the darkness, looking almost a little confused as to how it got here, but then seeing you and starting to uh, 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 to move towards you. Okay, let's let's go to the right. You roll. Uh, you turn right. Thank you. Uh, this time you see bursting out of windows, uh, breaking windows, and a door, a roaring tide of water. Uh, But the tides are strange. They're like half-shaped like dolphins, like sharks, like octopi. (laughs) 
you see the elementals coming uh, for you this time. Uh, the elementals are forming a wall ahead of you, racing towards you. Behind you can see the chul starting to scramble up. And yet, darling, I don't want to pressure you, but we really have to go left here. <laughs> There's nowhere else to go. Bad things happen. I know, but I'm here. Okay. We can do this, okay? She grips your hand tightly. If you want to turn back, we turn back. She nods. Come on, we've got you. You lead her scurrying to the left. The ray, the what you can see, the rising tide, the crashing against the uh, of tide against the um, pier. The pier by this point is shattered into toothpicks. There are a lot of dead here. Um, you can see more chul just picking up bodies biting off heads. Uh, you can see elementals drowning people, pulling them into the waters. You see actually uh, a handful of what look like Sawagin riding up and just ransacking things, stealing what they can, or some, uh, some attacking people. But all of this seems a little blurry in the haze of the rain. What's clearer is the route going forwards. There is battle raging around you in chaos, but the chul that was chasing you seems to pull back a little. It, it still feels like it is chasing you, but it just can't quite reach you. It's not quite here. And you can see, although weirdly, right up ahead, there's just a solid curtain of rain. A lot of rain. It rained a lot. It was raining the whole day. Yeah, it will have done. We... We wanted to... I don't even remember why we were... I think we were just buying fish. I wanted... I think I wanted monkfish. Mm-hmm. It was a... I, there was some sort of special day. Like a holiday or a birthday or... Yes. She kind of steps forward in a haze. You look to one side and more clearly in focus there's a shattered fishmonger's stall just mm. fish scattered on the ground you see a chul just licking up fish with its tendrils um Enya yes this is your dream I'm not changing anything right now but I can so if this gets too much and you want it to stop, you just let me know, okay? But you awake 
you talk to me and you seem to want a way out of always having the same dream. And I think it might be that we have to go this way. But if it's too much, you just tell me and I'll take us somewhere else, alright? Okay. You're in control here. I wasn't. I know, but you are now. She looks to the left. You see a glimpse of an older-looking male dwarf strewn across the cobblestones. Who's that? Papa. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. She stumbles forwards with you. To the right. Half of a... uh, Maybe a little more than half of a dwarven woman. Who's that? Mama. Fuck. They didn't come for them. Who didn't? What do you mean? The grey curtains of rain stand ahead of you. Do you want to go in? No. (laughs) Of course not. We don't have to. But if you want to, I'm here. She looks back at the chul, like lumbering towards you. I'm always... I'm always going to be turning right, aren't I? I think... I think maybe until you choose to turn left, yes. I think maybe that's how it works. She squeezes your hand. Squeeze back. It's not a girl by you anymore. Not that impression, strangely, yeah. You can, there's no visible transition, but there's just the Enya Silversmith you knew before. She reaches out a hand and the rain parts like a curtain. You step forward and you see a moment one of the buildings in the waterfront has collapsed shattered inwards there's a there is a figure hiding inside scrambled you look down to the right you can see there's another figure the small the young Enya from before she's just she's hiding in a corner uh, underneath the rubble just hands grasped over her mouth trying not to be to make a sound but you can see there's another dwarf girl older old enough to kind of really have not full grown but old enough to have her whiskers coming in maybe 
early twenties. You'd have to, you'd have to you would say from your knowledge of uh, dwarven ages. So, like the equivalent of like a young teenager. Yeah, like yeah. like thirteen, fourteen. Mm. Uh, to uh, the the end year you're seeing of now would be like six, seven in human years. Oh, so young, yeah. yeah. And you see, maybe a bit younger. Um, but you can see that girl, uh, that dwarven girl, she's uh, scrambled uh, back. She's cut, bleeding. Um, and the light, there is a crackling of lightning flashes. And someone, someone you can't quite see, the way that the lighting is, you can't make out their shape exactly. Um, is stepping forward into the ruin. They don't look like a sour game. They're definitely humanoid, though. It's not a chore. And they have something in each hand. Um, you hear the, uh, the, the, the other dwarven girl call out, what? What's going on? What always must happen, says another voice. He's, I don't, I don't know how this has happened. Please, I, I haven't got anything. I, my parents. Your parents are dead. Your whole time. Sorry, this be. Whole town is dead. Why? We had to be sure. Sure of what? Sure we could get what we were after. Please, I... The figure steps forward, raising the two, the two somethings that they have. Can I do a dancing light by them? They're in darkness. You try and do it, and the light moves forwards, but it doesn't. It starts to. You start to get like a little silhouette. It's like you're having to fight almost. You're fighting memory here mm. to try and get a bit more light, but. So, uh, but uh, and you kind of have to push to press the lights closer. But you start to get a, a highlight. Um, they're tall. They have long hair tied back in a tight tail. There, are, you can see the glint of two spears, tipped. You think with bone, and the girl says. I haven't done anything. The light comes forwards and you can see the tall, high cheekbones of a male elf with jet black hair, freckled, pale skin, and a shock skin uh, suit. 
It's not what you've done, girl. It's what you will. And he just juts forwards and pierces uh, her through the chest with both spears. Twisting them and watching until the light goes from her eyes. He pulls them out. Takes a cloth, cleans both perfunctorily, turns and leaves. How's Enya doing? She is in the same position as uh, past her, just knees up in a corner, hands round her mouth. I'm going to go and slowly sit near, like, next to her, but not right next to her, like a foot away, Mm. and just be there and wait until she says or does something. The wind fades. The storm passes. And she's just sitting on a cold in a cold grey morning in the same place. Would you um would you like to be somewhere else? I forgot I had a sister. Right. How did I forget? You'd be amazed what you can forget when it's bad enough. How old were you? Um, I must have been younger than ten. It's all... It's all a bit sketchy. Do you remember her name? Anya. (laughs) The clan found me, um, fosters after that. Mm. Makes sense. been a bit afraid of the sea. That seems entirely reasonable. I saw a Kraken attack once. Always been a bit frightened of lightning since. Wasn't nearly as bad as you had it though.
she swallows. Thank you. It's all right. I'm here for as long as you need me. You think maybe I just need to stay here? Remember for a while. I... She puts her head in her hands and just weeps softly. I offer her a hand on her shoulder if she wants one. You want to be alone? Thank you. It's alright. Hey, um... Send if you need someone here again, okay? You know my name. She nods. Call me anytime. And look after yourself for a bit after this one. It might be rough while you're remembering. Remembering everything in lumps. Hey. Sure you're all right alone? She nods again, but squeezes your hand. Right. So, if you need me, send. Otherwise, good luck. And you? And um, just to reassure you, this doesn't go any further. Thank you. Sorry. It's yours. You feel a sense in your from from the rainbow spirit as if an, a wordless question of time to go. I kind of inwardly nod. If that makes any sense, yeah. yeah. And then we stand leave. up, step out of the bubble of dream, and just allow this body, whatever this is, to deconstruct back into strands of rainbow. Oh, okay, do one thing before I leave. Yeah? I am um, conjure a dream blue handkerchief and hand it to her. <laughs> Thanks. It's alright. You step out, deconstruct your form, and head to sleep. The morning comes. Given the intensity of your planned task, you're at, uh, the shifts have been arranged uh, between the remaining four, four yeah, members you're of your busy. party. Yeah, you're <laughs> busy. So Just a little busy. You awaken to... Hey, no rain. <laughs> to a warm uh, to a uh, actually to well to what feels like it might become a warm day uh, but obviously you actually wake up before dawn <laughs> uh, so aroused so aroused to the dull like slightly bluish tinting glimmer that comes like an hour or so before dawn mm. 
<laughs> Stier, I think, wakes up with a bit of a start and, like, looks a bit frazzled and weird and makes coffee. You right? Yeah, it was a lot, if I'm honest. Alright. Mm, Kraken dream. Bad one. Ugh. They're never fun. I'm not going to tell you everything because it's hers. Uh, no, there you, are you some don't need to. Oh god, just... oh god, yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's none of even my business, to be honest. Uh, but there is some really pertinent information in there uh, that I think we well. should probably know that isn't necessarily personal to her. Um, Alright, what? Part of it, um, I mean, there was a Kraken attack happening, obviously, mm. but part of it also looked like a Reaver killed someone because of what they were going to do in the future. And um, what, what was it they said about the town? We have to make sure there's no one? Like what We, was we had to make sure we got what we came for. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had to make sure we got what we came for. So they took I... something. I don't. Um, yeah. No, they killed someone. I yeah. think that's why they were killing everyone because they didn't know for sure directly which who they were was. looking for. Which means they didn't necessarily get them. I wonder if it was Enya. I wonder if it's. I'm worried about Enya. Could be. Um... I mean, Enya's unscribable right now, so like, good luck to them. Yeah. Possibly in one of the safest places she can be, then. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. yes. Like, as guards go. That's pretty decent, yeah. really. But, no, this is, um... This is new and important information. Have there been Reaver attacks alongside any other Kraken attacks? Uh, would I, in my <laughs> we'll um, big conspiracy wall, have had Roll anything... Any a history this? check, please. Okay, history. Okay, it's an 11. Have a d4. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's a 4. Okay, uh, 15. Mm. Because, purely because this is your, like, subject of intense study, mm-hmm. no, no Reaver ships have ever been sighted during a Kraken attack, to your knowledge. Um, Mm. There have been, on two occasions that you have read about, there have been occasions where a Reaver ship has uh, raided after a Kraken attack. I mean, that would be more sort of explicable given their general modus operandi, but... um... Even so. But that. So you don't know of there being Reavers at that Kraken attack? Certainly you're not. I mean, oh, would it have been. One moment. I'm just going to roll, roll a check. It was Mornraven. Um, I don't think I've seen any uh, indication that there was, but. No, not at Mornraven, to your knowledge. Okay, so that means there could have been Reavers at all of them. Yeah, because we know there were Reavers at that one and you've never heard of that. But also the thing is, if everyone who saw them, they murdered, um, yeah, it's not hard to be lost. And we don't know that it is. And there wasn't at um, Kion. We didn't really hang around Kion. We weren't in the We'd have seen the the, the bay, though. If there was a ship there, we'd have seen it. 
If there was a ship at Monraven, someone would have seen it. We mm. don't know they came in a big ship. They might have come, sailed up the coast, come overland for a bit. Or walked under the water. We can do that. Yeah, it's not mm. hard, is it? <laughs> yeah, not hard breathing water. <laughs> it's actually really not, though. <laughs> like, that's the yeah, thing. especially because they've for basically us, got yeah. druids. Mm. That are, uh, like, peasy, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, magic. <laughs> Alright, this so... is going to sound... Um, it's going to sound a little bit uh, egotistical, then. If they are trying to um, uh, kill people who have um, uh, some influence on the future as things uh, stand, then why didn't they go after me? Do you know they didn't? They killed a lot of halflings. Ha. Also, um, I mean, they did kill all the halflings, but also futures change. Yeah, up to that point, were you likely to become this? Or were you likely Mm. to become a nice thresher? I suppose. It could be that they were after someone else and they fucked up and made you. Huh. Yeah, or it could be that they were after you. But, and then because in the future visions you'd look a lot older. I suppose. And they got someone a similar age and look... Mm. How alike did you and your brother look? I mean, family resemblance, but he was noticeably younger than me. Yeah, but... Again, if, if somebody's just older in the vision, an unspecified amount. We've just seen a sibling I mean, killed and potentially the actual target missed. He was drowned. They wouldn't have been that... Um, no. He was swept away in the water. And then you found him dead. He sort of um, takes a deep breath and says, He Sorry, didn't have I... any other injuries as far okay. as I could find. Sorry, it's good. That is that's something that's good. Not good. Not good, but yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, you're okay. This wasn't very good. We done, was it? It, No, we. It's all right. It's all right. But I, I feel like that's a thing that I have to, um, I have to really um, hammer home here. Like, if he had died by violence specifically, I'd have known even then. Yeah. Like, well, that's something at least. I mean, but it, I've it seen doesn't... it. Yeah. If that helps, I, I did see what happened. We did swap that time. Yeah. Did I feel myself Look, um, die as Wendell? Mm, I don't think you. I don't it got think swept you, away. You got swept away. Um, I think you remember losing consciousness. But it's not—it's not like the times in, in in Vision Echoes where you've been stabbed in the chest and died. Like you weren't conscious to the point of death. Mm. Yeah, swept away in the water and unconscious is what I remember. But... Yeah, well, I—I I knew enough even then to know that he died by drowning. Mm. Okay. Spent long enough trying to revive but him. But the point is that it's possible that the attack happened as a way of targeting 
someone specifically. It's possible that they're all targeting people specifically. Now that is a disturbing possibility. Hmm. I think we got to find out if there is anything more to this theory because if there is then uh, we might be able to predict well not only where the next one will occur but who the target is specifically did the kraken do a self-fulfilling prophecy uh, did the kraken so kind of try funny. and target you did it make the person who killed it on, like, like, by accident like in an attempt to prevent you becoming you it made you well i've i've heard of plenty of fables about you know a um a wise old seer tells somebody something is going to happen to them and then as a result of trying to avoid it happening they make it happen like, so the it's Kraken not beyond the, the, uh, future, the realm's right? possibility like that's, yeah we know that don't we i mean if yeah. you can actually see the future yes that, that that's obviously got to be a possibility hasn't it it could be yeah there's, There's no way no. for us to know, though, is there? No. Because it, it's going after people as kids. Mm. We've got no way of predicting Also, who the other be. thing, frankly, the other thing that we found out, even if it wasn't the Kraken doing the attack um, in terms of, like, what the Reavers were doing, even if that was a separate thing that they used the Kraken attack as cover for, or if they were in league with the, the Kraken, I don't know. Part of me feels like they're doing almost what we're doing, but more violent. We're trying to change well, the future, right? Yeah. They're killing people who they see doing stuff in the future. I'm it's not what convinced we could that do, but our we don't. goals are the same, but that suggests that maybe they're, they want a different future. I don't think mm-hmm. we're doing it much less violently, I'll be honest. Yeah, to be fair, I can't. <laughs> but we want different outcomes, that is the main thing. Yeah. Maybe they're in league with the Kraken. Maybe they want the Kraken to live forever. Oh, they forever. definitely are. They must be, mustn't they? Even the tide of the sea makes sense. Hmm. Like, what's what's you working on? What oh. that that art piece? Yeah. No, that, that that's that's their hobby. What is the job? What was the speciality? They are an engineer working on artillery pieces. Well, <laughs> ha! That sounds like a thing that could kill a kraken one day. It does, doesn't it? Maybe. Or change the world. Mm. Certainly. There is a. As you pause for a moment to reflect, you hear the gentle of coffee being poured, and you look over and you see, um, sat by the coffee, sat by a coffee pot. There, uh, Viv is pouring a little cup of coffee for both herself and Lady Grace. She just raises it, sips it. Vivienne says, So these... This is another of those take-this-to-your-grave secrets. Yeah. I'll add this to my bill, shall I? Whoops. As if I don't pay you enough as it is. Fucking hope so. Coffee? <laughs> Yes. No. Um, yes. <laughs> we don't need to make this morning worse. Ugh. I'll have hit. I'll have this. I will. They pour you a double coffee. <laughs> <laughs> One for uh, for Corson as well. We really need to have a chat about this stuff, don't we? Good lady Grace. We've not actually explained this to you. I'm 
developing a, the shape of a picture. I'm developing the shape of a story, to be sure. It's a good one. You could like tell it over, hurt. say, 142 episodic things. Or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> around four hours each. Yeah, mm-hmm. top and tail them with songs. Yeah, and um, but at the of, top, the same song you know, every extra, time. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have like a song that you sing at the start of every one, but also you know like extra little stories in between, and sometimes some like weird, <laughs> dirty sounding. Drown oh, Jeffrey can have the whole sections to themselves. The <laughs> Jeffrey, you can have a bit. Mm. <laughs> 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 you see Marjorie look directly to camera for a moment and then... oh everyone looks directly to camera for a moment and then we carry on as though this didn't happen <laughs> it, you suddenly seem to have come across some very interesting information you're not scribal are you I'm not. This location is. Oh, yeah. I'm not scribble either. Viv, how much juice do you. I don't know, be the language of me. Viv, <laughs> how much do you think. Give me a moment. Gestures to Corzin and Scamp. It's going to take me a minute, but I can make you unscriable for eight hours. Oh, thank you very much. Takes a moment. So if someone did try and scry this location, would they just see me and Scamp talking to nobody? Yep. Yeah, but I do that a lot anyway. Well, I suppose anyone who couldn't see uh, spirits, I would look like I'm talking to nobody when I'm talking to uh, the the spirits that follow me. Right like now, a sad, lonely man. What? <laughs> well, they're definitely there. It would just be Scamp talking We've to We've just been themselves. lying this whole time. <laughs> After about a minute of casting, Viv kind of nods, pronounces it complete. Thank you. So, um, now that Viv spent a spell... Um, should we do I'm this? Going to spend another one. Let me set up the silence ward. <laughs> Some of casting. Okay. Thank you, you have ten minutes. You're really quite excellent. I uh I can keep a lot of secrets. Yeah. You certainly make enough money to. Yeah. I just look at the other tier and message for this time. Literally you're a literal millionaire still. <laughs> A message through the stones. Right, we we want to tell her, right? We sure? Yeah. I think we have to at this point. Okay. Um, so, I take the Eye of the Storm out of the little pouch <laughs> with the face on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> it's when someone else touches it. It's when someone sadly, else touches it. Doesn't. <laughs> If Celestia's ever knocked unconscious, what I should have done is handed it to Lady Grace so it had to. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> it's like, just open your jacket. It's like, yeah, it's just in there. If you're, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. 
this scout has to spend another ten gold worth of jewels recast. It's the best alarm, incidentally. Yeah. You take Um, out the eye. Yeah, I take out the eye. So, this thing, uh, which you have seen previously, this is called an Eye of the Storm. We think it relates to the Kraken in some way. Uh, it allows you to see the future and past, like you're scrying, uh, three times a day, with consequences and side Crazy effects. Crazy messed up ones. Beyond knowledge of the future. Yes. Side effects that we have to manage, which thankfully we can now, they're not just uncontrolled. Uh... Which explains why you're not using this constantly. Yeah, probably a good thing it's limited. One could really fall down a rabbit hole. Even three times a day. We don't usually do it three times a day. Because, again, aforementioned consequences. Uh, price has to be paid. How bad are the consequences? Quite bad. Um, I mean, Complicated. I... Yeah, I mean, they vary, but it's always complex. Uh, Basically, what happens is I swap with a random person from the future or past for ten minutes. Hmm. As I'm sure you can imagine, dependent on who that is, it can be either enlightening, unhelpful, or Or they set our ship on fire, yeah. I see. Which means it would depend... On when it happened, you said this is controllable now. Yes. So that means... You can control when this swap takes place, or you can stop it taking... Right. Yeah, I have another artifact. I take out the ring, but do not hold it near the eye. (laughs) Um, If I look through this, into this... uh, Basically, it triggers however many swaps there are to go. I very carefully put the ring back into the pouch. <laughs> I see. Seems to be directly related to whether you've gone to the future or past, numerically. Uh, but the long and short of it is we've seen the world end quite a few times. In various ways. I would be very surprised if what happened back at the Institute had got uh, any more out of hand. That might have been another one. Yeah, that's why why we all panicked a bit before anything had even happened. I don't need to tell you that what you have there is an artifact as powerful and dangerous as any of the Four Rings of the Kings. What the fuck were the Four Rings of the Kings? Uh, There's a legend about Four Rings that were stolen by a group of uh, street ruffians who eventually became... The Fish um, Kings. Yes. Are you familiar? Yes, it turns out, actually. Yes. uh, I don't suppose you know of their legendary powers? No. Oh, um... One is a ring of... of uh, true and permanent invisibility Uh, one has the ability to turn one into a shadow uh, and back slip through the slightest crack Uh, 
that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, one. <You're> the worst. <laughs> one allow, I believe, allows you to bend to the will of anyone to be your friend, or to for a day, or to uh, or longer, to simply make them perceive you as being innocent. Uh, you're simply, I, if I remember correctly, it's the most, it's the hardest one to track for obvious reasons. I believe it me, anyone, any lie you tell, no matter how far-fetched, seems to be the truth, and everyone perceives you in the most favourable light they can. And the last one allows one to send limitlessly to anyone in the world. Wow. Gods, I'd love oh. That'd be amazing! Think of all the things you could say to people. You'd just send bums to every single person. To everyone I saw! Before the the first day had ended. And then you'd have to think of a word funnier than bums to carry your life. There isn't one! (laughs) (laughs) Right, well. (laughs) Regardless, that's the sort of thing. Those are the artifacts we talk about in. Legendarily, they are not sold nor bartered. They have been killed for many times, and it is their secrecy alone that means they are not warred for. Yep. I would do a great deal to acquire one if I knew where one even was, and I am by no means the only player of significance in the glo- on the global stage. Oh, I don't doubt it. Your Does this rig do anything else? Safe. Have we ever checked? Hmm? The ring that you look through. Does it do anything else? Should we maybe have looked into that? I you, you have never identified the ring. <laughs> generally try not to look in it, um, but if you want to do identifying on it, you're very welcome I to. I feel like maybe we should. <laughs> yeah. Well, the worst yeah. Work. This seems like an oversight, I'll be honest. That's a bit, doesn't it? And not our first. Okay, you carry okay. on control. While you're talking, uh, while the conversation continues, uh, Scamp, you begin the process of tumbling the ring over in your fingers, just like focusing, getting the weird snatches of information from it. Like what we just picked up at the Institute, when something has an obvious um, use, sometimes you overlook the not obvious ones. Yeah, yeah, it gives you nosebleeds. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> You're so weird. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um. So um. Yeah, we we've been trying to stop the world ending, and we've we've changed it once. More than once. The gods told us. Probably innumerable times. Minor god slash spirit, whatever you want to call it, told us that the best way to save the world was to kill the kraken and then destroy all the eyes and then let the world save itself, which I currently like because it means that I don't have to be looking into the future for the rest of my life and living only for that. Um, That's a bit selfish. So. And from. One source with a potentially yeah. unreliable motive. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't mean oh, it's definitely wrong, unreliable. but that doesn't mean it's right. I 
Thing um, is, you're you're quite a powerful, trustworthy um, elf. So you're gonna live for a while yet. So we figured you'd maybe be a good person to also tell other than me. That makes sense. That is. I'm the longest-lived group member, but uh, that's only if I don't, you know, die in next week or whatever. It's the odds I'm good on. Yeah. To your grave, Vivian, and beyond it. What? Of course. Not like it's the first. Any questions? <laughs> I am curious to know how... When I say that... I, when I said before that I have seen the future, you realise I was speaking in a more metaphorical sense than this. And there was like a half second where I wondered if you... You know, I've had another one of these that we didn't know about, but then I realised, no, that you were actually speaking metaphorically. <laughs> I am a little daunted. Yep. I would be. You're a little daunted. I would not consider myself an especially ethical person, but I can very quickly see how this could become a slippery slope. Say you find out, you gaze into the future, and you find someone who will one day, who will in five years commit a massacre. Do you go and kill them now? This is the whole problem, isn't it? What if they will do it in 50 years and they're a child? What if their grandson, what if they will do it and you can find their grandfather now? What if you can find them and help them be a different person? This is why we all need scamp. We've had this very dilemma in one way or another. At one point, anyway. But I think that might be pretty much what the... Uh... What the Reavers are doing, not not the finding and make them be a better person. That that's not really their style. Um, mm. The the murdering. They're yeah. manipulating people into and out of events. You are right to keep this secret. Oh, we know we are. Oh, yeah, we're doing a great job of that. <laughs> we could have done worse. There are too many people. There are perhaps five people I can think of like me in the world, and that is too many to, uh, for anyone else to know about this. Five other people other than you, or are you one of the five? She thinks a moment. Five other people. Let's see. Let us hu- let us humour 
the um, uh, let us humour the Queen of all Syria and include her in that number. Who are the others? She shakes her head a little, a little bit. Not the time or the place right now. Uh, I'm a little. Tea. One... Sure. Um, stout. <laughs> <laughs> one day, maybe one day soon, I realise you are trusting me with a lot here, but it's hard to break the habits of a lifetime. Maybe it's time. There are some elements of that. If I had to list five people of consequence, well, my current list would stand at Myself, Golden Kratz and Guildenstone. Mm. Well, they are a problem. <sighs> the. Hmm. I don't. I forget what their precise name they like to go by is, but the Fisher King with the Ring of Voices. Hmm. Makes sense. Queen Beatrix of Orsiria, although I am including her privy council in this. Usually monarchs are figureheads, but she's been proved surprisingly alive. There's a broker in Seoul. I only know of them by reputation. Oh, yeah. But someone who deals heavily in favours. <laughs> Scrimshaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a bit. Come mm. on, it's definitely Scrimshaw. Mm. Yeah, and she definitely knows about this. Yeah. Have you ever actually met any of these people? We are like players on the opposite side of a game board. Who's the last one? There's five more other than you. There is... A spider oh. at the heart of a web in Haldanos, pulling at things. She sits in the city of Hongguao hmm. and controls 
and pulls fleets into her net. We've no. never met. I only know by reputation. I don't suppose you know, like, is this a drow? Yeah, you said spider. I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I also no. want to jump to conclusions because she might a drow. Be. I'm... Again, I've not met. And could be the drow empress. No, it's your mum, isn't it? We don't know what your mum's doing, and she's definitely evil and clever. Hong Guao, though. Where's your mum? Do you know she's to? not? Do you know she's not there? No, but like, how long would it take to get to Hong Guao? Oh, a few months by ship. Hong Guao is like Hong Guao is not necessarily like close on the close end of of Haldanos necessarily. Like, it's probably a couple of months by ship if you wanted to get and there. When she. Where was she when I last, like, got wind of her? Like... Honestly, you lost track of your mother over a year ago when you left home. It could be. It could be, Evan. You have... <laughs> it's totally your mum. It's totally your you mum. No it might not be, but it just... Celestia I'm so much more does... scared of your mum than I am the Empress. <laughs> oh, me too. Mm. Celestia kind of, like, does some maths for a moment, then her eyes just widen. Shut up. I'm just saying it really could be. Let's not rule it out. Oh, no, you're right. You're Empress Ariadne right. is insular. It's one of her weaknesses. She is all powerful within her the reaches of her own realm, but does no but no longer extends beyond it. Makes meanwhile, sense. meanwhile, your mum is uh, everywhere. Yeah, I suppose you've ever met Ivar or Rothen or whatever. Forget that name, by the way. She would. Hmm. She nods. You're giving me a look. What's the look? What are you thinking? It's very hard for me to forget information, but I can keep secrets. That'll do. I sense that... Well, I suspect a piece of wood could sense this, but... You and she are not ones to see eye to eye, then. <laughs> That's one way of putting what it. What on earth gave you that idea, Lady Grace? <laughs> When the opportunity presents, I have questions for you about the Ebon Guard and such. I have a lot of answers. Hmm. So you've not met her? You haven't said no yet, and I'm curious. Mm. And yeah, I am going to remind you that I've just told you something really fucking big, so it's not a difficult question. She looks to Viv. Go on, say it. You're getting old. 
rubs the bridge of her nose. Well, I suppose his trades of information go. Doesn't even have to be a trade, we could just talk. Yes, a long time ago. I met a young and in her own way brilliant if very different young drow woman and I was very shocked to almost see her again when I was riding through my carriage and I had to know. It's been over 200 years since I met Naivara Rothelor. What do, you, what do you mean you, you had to know? What, what is that? What happened? Who you were. What sort of person you had become. I keep abreast of news. The sudden disappearance of a member of the Rothenor household. Didn't hush it up as well as she thought she did then. <laughs> she kept it well. I'm good learning things. And I know her. It's how she would act. You know her well then. Viv? Yes? Step outside the bubble. Oh. Oh, shit. Uh, not one of the Tech to the Grave ones. Alright. She stands up. Right, steps yeah. away. She... You see you... Lady Grace looked to a for a moment towards Corzin Scamp. Rotate her jaw a little bit and continue. <sighs> Where should I begin? I would have preferred to do the to have this talk. Somewhere a little more comfortable than the road, but I suppose the beginning will do. Please. I understand it's a good place to start. <laughs> Sorry, I just. <laughs> when you read, you begin with ABC. 
<laughs> I, just, I so wanted to, and it was such a serious <laughs> And also in that scene where Lady Grace responds, when you sing, you begin. <laughs> We're all on the loopy juice today. We keep all saying really weird things at serious moments. <laughs> we've missed each other. We have. Yes, we have. We've not recorded in a couple of weeks, stowaways, and we're weird with it. Just bear with us. I mean, we've still been hanging out. But... We have been hanging out, but it's we've just, not done this yeah, in a while. Really not, it's certainly not this. Okay. Oh, continuing on with oh. this thing. I was a very bored and wasted young woman. I grew up in wealth and comfort and pointlessness. Indeed, amongst the very ilk of the Leodon banking dynasties, and then huh. <laughs> and I wanted more so I did the grand tour in As my you time do. went to see the world and when you're from the surface and you're rich and an elf you go downstairs as well and you see what it's like on the other side of the surface. And there I met a brilliant and passionate young woman whose flower was as crushed by the society she found herself in as I was in mine. A very different, in her own way, woman to the woman of today. But that came later. I found a like spirit in her. A companion. Not, I hasten to add, in that manner, that has never appealed to me. Oh, I was, I was getting worried, I'll be honest, because that's a whole twist I didn't want to think about. Yeah, I really, there was a segment where we were having an affair with my mum, which was <laughs> very strange. Think instead of a passionate sort of respect, an admiration that... A friendship? I ask you to... Imagine what you have had previously with your close companion, but without the physical elements of the romance. Hmm. That's, I understand, happens to a lot of people, not to me. That's fair enough. We travelled together. I convinced her to start her own grand tour as I returned to the surface. And we found friends and truth 
we saw the great lie that is nobility. I think that's where she got it from then, okay. We saw everything I told you I saw of the future, but not as clearly. And we sought to fight it brashly, fiercely, passionately, a pair of young women with swords and wits, trying to save the world one foe slain at a time. Right. And then we were betrayed. I lost track of her. I found, I tracked down the group of companions to find their bodies outside the great forest of Meadmere. Mm. And then I found her. How long later? Not much longer. But we were invited to be the guests of those who dwell within. Rhiannon's Grove. Yeah? You've been. Mm. We sent, spent seven years there. You were... You were there. I lived there. I trained there. You trained with her and the Wood Elves? I am a very capable swordswoman. Then you don't need to ask me about the Urban Guard. I only have one question. What is the attrition rate? We will talk about the Urban Guard when we are done with this. When were you going to tell me? I don't want a cryptic answer. I want to know what your plan was. I haven't just told you about the future. We had a conversation the other day. I opened up, I thought you did too. And you were friends with her this whole time. When was that going to come out? When were you going to explain? Are you still friends with her? Am I looking at her right now? Is she going to know all of this? I haven't made her aware that you're here. But you talk to her? You still talk to her? We made a plan. What plan? Start talking. When we left, when we returned to the world, we realised that 
we couldn't solve our problems at the end of a sword. Not just the two of us. So we went different ways. We sought to gather enough resources around us to be able to affect the changes that were needed, to play a long game, as it were. What changes did you think were needed? Everything I have said to you, we needed there to be a place that could be free of the ideals of aristocracy. We needed a place where things were not built on the ideals of one people treading on another. Did you split off from each other at some point? Was there a change in ideology or do you think you're still on the same side? What is this? We have drifted apart. I... recently have begun to reconsider I always believed this was the only way. What was the only way? Make sense. The way I operate. Secrets moving indirectly, moving people, money, paying for ideas, funding. I would, we had different roles at the start. She would handle the more underhanded side of things. I would be the overt side. But you were working towards the same goal? We've always been working towards that goal. Is she now? The fuck is she working towards now? As far as I know, unless she has diverged, we, we promised this was the goal. What the fuck is she doing? I would... If I am to be clear about the dis about one of the distinctions between us, if I knew that next week 
someone was going to butcher a, a family, I would kill them before they did it. She would kill their grandfather. I had not believed or seen a way that did not involve that. Do you still talk to her? Are you friends? We have remained allies. She changed on returning home. In what way? I put up with the teachings of Rhiannon's Groves. I don't think she believed them all, but I think she did believe the idea. There's one teaching that she kept close to heart. If the end is survival or annihilation, any means is justified. Well, right. I have another question, Lady Grace. Yes. What the fuck was the other night? I talked to you about pain she caused, and you related, and you listened, and you agreed with me. And you cried, and... And I saw... <sighs> I saw... I regretted. Regretted what exactly? Make it make sense. I regretted a lot of things. I regretted this life. I regretted not, I regretted staying away. I regret I regret 
regret my part in someone else living through that. Should. One other question. She was a fucking monster. She is a monster, so what the fuck are you? Are you just a monster with a kind of face? Were you softening me up so you could tell her what I was thinking and what I was doing? Do you report to her? I'm not... I don't report to her. It's not... How am I supposed to believe you? Coulson gives a meaningful look with regards to things he can do. She looks to the ground for a moment. She's just like... I mean, truth spell wouldn't go amiss, honestly, causing, but... You can see her fingers are shuddering a little. I really genuinely trusted you there. Like, I I wanted this. I, I wanted... To be your friend, I wanted a good relationship with with an elf who was my mum's age. I... <laughs> there were a lot of points along the, the time that we've been talking to each other and I've been telling you things where you could have mentioned this. And there are... She saw his dryly. And I could have kept it from you now. And that would have been the smart thing to do. Oh, there she is. (laughs) You've caused me pain. Oh, well, I could have caused you more. No. No, no, no. What, then? I am... Trying to be I'm trying to be honest. I'm trying to be honest now. Because I don't want to be her. And I wish that I look at you and I wish I could be the person you want you wanted there to be. Because I've not, I've kept things from you because I keep things from everyone. But everything I said, everything I felt, 
Everything I said about how I felt is real. Might need a truth spell. She knocks to Corzin. Corzin will cast a stone of truth. She doesn't resist it. If you've got anything on you that makes it not work, um, now is the fucking time to take it off. She reaches to... At her neck. See, there's a necklace there. It's going to make. Yeah, this will actually momentarily make her. Uh... Says, no, I'm momentarily going to become scryable. No, you won't. We've did non detection on you. Viv never. Viv does non detection on herself. She takes off the necklace. Well, I guess you'll have to take the risk then. Everything I said to you about growing up, about my life, about my regrets is true. I have been and done terrible things in my life because I believed it was the only way to do the to get the right thing done but I don't want to be Someone that someone like you looks at like you're looking at me now. Right. I am saying this the things I have said which are also true and being open because I would like to change that I am trying to be I'm trying to find a way to be someone you can trust and for you to know everything. And because you need to know everything. I do. This part I need to say with the necklace on so I cannot be scryed. But I swear that the next parts of this are true. Okay. She puts the necklace back on. I am Golden Kratz and Guildenstern. <laughs> Fucking what? 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 Those two, we found two dwarves. The ones it was who such a problem. Now. 
You oh, are such a problem. Oh, are you Celestia's real mum too? Are you also the queen of Assyria? No. Are you also Scrimshaw? Are you even yourself? Like, I mean, are you under like a, like a face shifter or something? Like, I just... I am myself. But... Oh. Shit. I set up that... We well. robbed you! <laughs> we did rob you that time. <laughs> we robbed your bank. And we shapeshifted to be you, but also not you. I am aware of that, yes. That is an interesting message to receive. So who are those two dwarves, then? Yeah, who actors. the fuck are they? Act- what? You hired some actors. But you Why permanently not? hired some fucking actor dwarves. There were originally two dwarves, but they tried to uh, kill me. So they were killed by my bodyguards. They tried to kill me and take the company for themselves. This was about 150 years ago. The current two are, I believe their actual names are Olon Jem Cutter and Ernie Spearbreaker. Hmm. Good names. Ridiculous names. (laughs) Ernie Spearbreaker. Is that a stage name? That's absurd. What the fuck, Lady Grace? I mean, it sort of makes sense. Um, th- this spider you talked about—that's Celestia's mum, right? No. Or is there another? No. Per- there's another person. We- you didn't no, even put the, her. You didn't put so her mum on the list of people. That's worrying. I was. Navarro Rothnall is, and I are functionally together. Have been in the past one player, but I suppose if she's gone, going her own way, no, maybe it's another one. Are you functionally one player now? Necklace off, please. I don't know. You don't know? How do you not know? We have been speaking less and less for years. We talk mostly by... Leaving one another messages through the bank. Huh. So she could be up to anything and you wouldn't necessarily know. I... She has been doing a lot of what I've asked for. She sent... She ensured that members of the Ebon Guard would go to the... Would go... Would be available in Seoul to help with the revolution. She helped. I mean to help with the revolution. The Avangar didn't help with the revolution, did they? No, they were on the other side. They haven't they even mean... arrived yet, ah. have they? Yeah, I mean, they were on the other side, yeah. So I suppose they were helping in that sense. Are you on the, were you on the other side of the revolution? We the were, fuck is your goal? Well, we were supporting a... The goal was to have them in place... In order to keep an eye on things with a sm- and then bring in a larger amount, our original intent was more or less what came out, putting the academic faction in control. We don't control Mistson. No one controls Mistson. He was a surprise. 
We didn't control Jacqueline either. She was a surprise. No, that was Scrimshaw controlled Jacqueline. Mm. Ah, that one. Right. What was your goal here? My goal here... When you came out to your institute... I wanted to find out what was going (laughs) wrong. We were... They were supposed to have sent us those arms. And I was extremely angry to find out that the administrator I'd put in control was keeping secrets from me. Well, I guess that means Eurus gets to keep the job then. I'm not yes, going to worry Eurus about it. to keep the job. He's going to have a little interview with two actors. I think Even I'm more. a bit hysterical at the moment, you know? <laughs> I feel like I'm going insane. <laughs> I'm out of long gun. Why come with us? Why not just go over? It's your institute. Why not just take Viv? Why did you take us? I wanted to see you in action. And not simply as a case of assessing your abilities. I wanted... I wanted to know you. How many people know your true identity? You sound so much like like an absent divorced parent. It's really weird. Good like when you say I wanted to know you, do you mean us or do you mean me or do you mean Naivara's kid? When I like what, what when does I that came mean? across you, the three of you, in my carriage, I saw. Naivara's child, and I wanted to know her. I wanted well, to know you will have known immediately because I fucking look like her, don't I? But when I, I would be amazed back... if you have the same hair, though. I'll be honest. I don't look like <laughs> her anymore, but at that point, we did. Well, I mean, still got a fucking jawline, haven't I? When I, I saw you again, when I came out with you and made the trip back on made the trip on the barge I wanted to know she points to you Celestia you and then I wanted to know she gestures to the three of you you okay right what you said stuck with me which bit I've said a lot of things to you. About being trying kindness. I wanted to see it. I've never... Not never. But I have often had cause even to see kindness from the viewpoint of cost and gain. Rothnor of you. Sounds like a bank. Does. It does, come to think of it. 
perhaps selfishly, wanted to see that I was wrong. Wrong about what exactly? Kindness? Yes. You wanted to be wrong? I've wanted to be wrong for a long time. Well, I just congratulations. didn't Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, Lady Grace, you're wrong. Hope it feels good. It feels absolutely awful. Well, that sounds like a good start to doing better. Mm. How the hell am I supposed to trust you now? How am I supposed to spend time with you? Like we've just trusted you with this very big thing that we thought maybe you could help with. I have every reason to continue to help you with that. Are you gonna tell her? I have even more reason not to tell Naivara. Because she'd kill a lot of people's grandparents. She would. I used to drop her a little hello note. Now and then at the bank, I suppose. But it is important for me to know. What is the attrition rate? Why do you want to know? Why exactly? Yeah, what's so important about that? It was one in twenty in Rhiannon's grave. Mm -hmm. I need to know how far she's gone. I suppose that's a good reason. Out of character for a brief moment. What is this? One in six. Well, um, the answer is quite far. One in six. You see a little something go out of her. Good people. Good people who wanted to live. Who had plans. Stupidest death. That's got to be a sizable chunk of the drow population total, then. She kind of puts, puts her head in her hands for a moment. This is not what... This is not the future I wanted. Good. It certainly seems to be the future she wanted. How did they do it in Rhiannon's grove? 
The attrition rate, how did it happen? Curious accident the difference. Over accident, largely being pushed too far. Sometimes people would really, elves would drop from exhaustion during the harshest periods, the starvation testing. Yeah, that bit was nasty. You never got each other killed, though? There weren't tricks? There were... There were some tricks. So there was... Testing of... Loyalty and ideology that would be punished. Rarely there might be a death. Wow. (laughs) Oh, she went really far then. Okay, I've never actually talked about this, um, but if you want to know how far she went, here it is. Uh, I had a friend, really good friend, actually. She was great. She's called Merely. She was adorable. Um, obsessed with bats. Wanted to have a bat farm, actually. Really sweet. Get me sane. And, uh. You two don't know this. I tend to scamper cause in. in. In the third year of the Ebon Guard, they do this thing where they, uh. starve you out. For a bit. You see, Lady Grace just nods quietly. See how you deal with it? Um. Feed you bullshit stories about, you know, low rations or whatever. But the thing is, it sounds like my dear old fucking mother took it a little bit further. Because uh, there were rumours about rations being stolen. And, um,. Punishment a lot of the time was execution, and uh, there were these rumours gradually sort of fed around that it was me, see, that I was stealing all the food and everyone thought it was me. Uh, And I didn't know if she'd actually execute me in front of everyone, but I I didn't put it past her, so I really tried to find who who it actually was, see? Uh, I had a look through everyone's stuff when they were all out one day I snuck back and uh, and, and it was it was her it was merely and I was so so scared I thought I was gonna die uh, and I felt so betrayed and I was so indoctrinated and I thought it was the right thing to do I reported her and uh, then I didn't have a friend anymore and she was gone in front of everyone it was it was really bad 
years later. Years. Nearly ten years later. <laughs> Idly at the dinner table, she told me it had been a trick and it was to see what I would do. And if I was loyal. So yeah, I think she went pretty far. You see, Lady Grace just has, just has her hands over her mouth. Did they do that in the woods? Or was that her? She shakes her head a little. It was that kind of shit all the time. We got each other killed. So now you know. Why, um, why the fact that you still talk to her and you're still friends makes me feel like a fucking idiot for trusting you as much as I have. A lot of people dead at her hand. Good people. And mine, it was my fault, but... It was her. It was all her. Didn't make friends with anyone for a long time after that. Because I was worried what she'd do. Lady Grace is actually speechless. Um, probably for the first time you've really seen her unable to say anything. And she just looks horrified. Suffice to say, that's not a woman we want in charge of anything. Sounds like you should have done. Yeah. If you knew her half as well as you claim to have done. Mm. And if you have half as many eyes in as many places as you say you do, then then you should have been aware. Yeah, you've been helping her a lot. You there's kind of a responsibility to know what she's doing. Yeah, you've... I I hope you're ashamed. <laughs> I trust. I know her. I am. You trusted her to what, exactly? I thought she was... I wanted her to still be the woman she was when we met.
You were involved, weren't you? She nods a little. Not in a physical sense, but that doesn't matter. That's not what it is. Causing, what were you going to say? I was going to say that sometimes our hearts are so hungry for love we swallow other people's lies. Lady Grace is the most discomposed you've seen her. There's like red rims around her eyes. Hair's a little out of place, which is unusual. You're like your heart's broken. It also hurts when a player is outplayed. Hmm. Love really is blind, isn't it? Yes, I suppose it is. Sometimes it's also death. And... She's... I suppose it doesn't matter whether the woman I loved is gone or not. I've just not looked at what she's done in between. Did she love you? (laughs) I used... I think I wanted so hard to believe. Did she ever do anything for you that deliberately inconvenienced her for no other reason than it would have made you happy? Once upon a time. Yes. What was it? She came to the surface with me. You think she wouldn't have gone? She was so bound by duty in those days. She hated it, but... I wanted her to see the world with me. What you're saying is that my mother escaped to the surface with a blonde high elf. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! These friends you went travelling with, was were any of them halflings? Or... I said yes. Uh, uh, yes, earlier, Bola. Oh, uh, yeah. What about... Um, was there a pink child? Was there a pink child? Um, there was a... No, we... When we were in Meepmere, we met some tieflings. Did any uh, travel with you for any time? Yes, for a little bit, but... We had a number of companions. 
Well, sometimes they say history uh, repeats itself, but even if that isn't true, sometimes it rhymes. I am not my mother in this or any scenario. Now, I'm your mother. Your cause... <laughs> Wait, that's, no. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it. Ba- bad idea. Despite <laughs> yourself, you just see a little bit of flicker of a smile. But if you really ask yourself, do you really think that she loved you? Because I never saw a woman who was capable of love. She was always quiet in her love. And it was always... Sharp-edged. Shaped by how she was taught to love. With, yes, sharp edges. Hmm. So you're going to take the blame off her? No. No. We all bear responsibility for our choices. You're proof of that. Mm. Because you're not her. Right. How do we do now? Breakfast? What was that? Breakfast. That's what we do now. I'm not sure what else we do, but breakfast definitely. Seems like a sensible idea to me. Mm. Where's the frying pan? (laughs) Scamp. Yeah? Could you do me a favour and just... Drink three bowls of chocolate soon. <laughs> it's really fancy nicking that bowl right about now. Um. Yes, let's do that, Jeffrey. I'll help you with that. What do you What do you fancy for breakfast? Okay, we'll make a bowl of that. I'll make three bowls of whatever Jeffrey just asked for. <laughs> It's like a honey banana sludge. Oh, God. Perfect. We have to get back to Newmark, and we're travelling together, and I don't know how to be around you. We'll make it work. Because I think we have to. But fuck me. Just, are you done with her? (laughs) Are you done now? I think I am. Which is going to be very, very difficult. Once all those heaven guard arrive. I don't where? Know, by any chance you have any idea where and when? Uh, excuse you, yeah, where, where are the Evangard arriving to? They were... They are going to over... Once they do arrive, head to the Cotton States to support the rising revolution there. Uh. 
This doesn't make any sense. What What does she want? I believed she wanted the same as me. To well, find to create a place free from the old world and to bring her people, bring the drow there. That was the that was the point of it. The point was to get Trow out of the Underdark. Look, we don't have all the answers here, but every single thing we have seen uh, thus far suggests that um, whatever she is doing with the Ebon Guard is to ensure her place in the future of not only the surface, but the Underdark. Hers, specifically. Um, also, these Ebon Guard that are turning up, did they bring Corlena? Is that who Corlena's with? That would make sense. Because that's that a whole up. other problem. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Do you have any idea where she is? Not Quillana, my mother. She's hard to track for the same reason I am. She has a does she have one of those? And I point to this necklace. She nods. We had the resources of the greatest bank in the world at our disposal. The two of you. She Do you nods. know about Quilena, by the way? Sorry, say that again? Do you know about Quilena and what a disaster um, she is? I... Recall her. I recall Naivara mentioning her disappointment of a youngest child. Well, that's one way I put it, I suppose. What did she say about me? What were you expecting? I wasn't sure what to expect. She talked about the three of you, rarely. Mm. We were very... She became very businesslike, especially after her marriage. Mm. I was aware that you were... were very little in truth but you were not good with a sword particularly no I was never that good to be honest it was alright after seven years training but you know never kept it up I didn't know what to expect but it wasn't this What did she spin you with when she got married? How did she keep you on board? She told me she fell in love. And I believed that her heart was big enough for two. 
literally do anything to demonstrate that. There is much about the folly of my actions that I will defend or will acknowledge. But if you think you can have a clear understanding of the, f of the precise choices of the follies of the heart, then perhaps you should write a songbook about it, or a great book for the ages. Mm. Because as I am learning today, it's very hard to notice where your blind spots are. Mm. I mean, yeah, fuck me, you really were in love because, don't get me wrong, a lot of people have room in their hearts for two people. That's pretty normal, but I can't imagine her even loving one. I simply believe that that Peleus was able to provide that which I could not. This is so weird. Now's that breakfast coming along. <laughs> Sausages. Jeffrey's eaten most of it. Every time we look away or get serious, he puts another bit in his mouth. It's getting worrying. I don't. I don't know where Just it's like going. <laughs> no, these are for Celestia. No, Jeffrey, down. Oh, I, don't get me wrong. I don't think I'm going to eat a single thing. I just really needed to say something to break the tension because it was awful, and I just. Oh. Here, here's a fork. Here's a sausage. No, no pressure. It's just think... there. I could hate like, your mum more. She's just like holding a fork with a sausage on it. It's really serious. <laughs> she's not eating it. She's just holding it. Yeah, no. And Corson is uh, well aware. She's probably not going to, but is like giving her the option. You just added like the best prop to this serious moment because now I just have this fork with a sausage on. <laughs> it's amazing. We're all there's just holding sausages on forks. <laughs> to mention, there's also a cheerfully oblivious Vivienne standing outside. <laughs> With a cup of coffee, just like having a nice day, just watching the sun, like the, the, the coming dawn. At some point, she will come back in to find us all looking very serious, holding sausages on sticks. Yes, <laughs> Jeffrey shoving food into his face in a cup. I mean, up to you whether you offer Lady Grace a sausage or not. I mean, does she deserve a sausage? That's no, the real no. question. I'm gonna offer her one because I want to see it. I do she want her to be holding a she sausage. She does actually at this take the offered sausage and also just sits with it. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, this is a little bit funny, isn't it? It is, it's, a bit, isn't it? It is incredibly funny. I feel sick. Mm. Everything's so weird. Mm. To answer your question, which one? <laughs> What we do. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Still I'm just, holding you're just holding the sausage and it's all I can think about, but please continue. It's actually really serious. To a degree that I. That is very much in your court. Uh, that is very much a ball in your court as to how much you would choose 
he will choose to continue to associate with me. I, however, am still committed to this revolution. Okay. Despite the revelations of the last few days, I still believe in the ideals I profess. Then you are going to butt heads with her at some point. Mark my words. Mm. Yes. I've never had to plan for that. Start now. Most of my influence here is within these, this belt of cities and states, the immigrant cities, if you call them, as they're called. The cotton states are where I believe she has the most pull. Neither of us are as strong within the faithful. If there is war between us, it may well fall down those among those lines, and it may well split the union I would hope to forge. Right. Well. In the near future, there are two things I think I need from you. Well, there's time. I don't know how much. You're just going to have to be patient. The other is a promise. She waits. That you're done with her. And I mean done. Don't tell her anything that has been said here that you won't talk to her about me that your association is over. To her discredit, Lady Grace takes a long pause before she takes off the amulet and says, I promise nods and then puts it back on it's a start well my resources just got halved find better ones yes Some things are worth losing half your resources for. Well, now you really do make it sound like a divorce. That is about the sounds of things. Not my intention, but if the boot fits. So, was she Goldenkratz or Guildenstern? Oh, we just changed who was who. Didn't matter. 
I suppose since I ran most of the finances, I was both. How did you do it? Through a mixture of overhand and underhand methods. I used legal tactics and money to pressure various small banks into coming under the species of G&G. She used, le- she used covert methods. And together, we forged the bank. Yes, and it is the bank now, which is troubling. I see the thought of my mother at the helm of that is legitimately horrifying. And not that surprising. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. How long do you think you got before she works out that you're not on side anymore? Depending on how careful I am, if I'm cutting off all contact, no more than a couple of weeks. If I continue to play nice. A couple of months. Right. I would notice, so she will. Hmm. Which of those options do you think makes more sense? I've just given my word. We have two weeks. I like that one better. Alright, well, we'd better move fast then. Yeah. Please eat that fucking sausage, you look ridiculous. She like takes a bite of it. <laughs> I can't take you seriously. You've just been like this. Also, Jeffrey's been eyeing it up. If you don't eat it soon, like he'll have it. Jeffrey has this one, I'm not gonna eat it. Jeffrey! Table matters. Where are you putting that? <laughs> like th- there's just too much food for a monkey. I mean did you cast a Never bad mind. spell on Jeffrey, Scamp, be honest? Um, I don't know that I would know if I had. Are you gonna pop Sometimes I do things by accident. And just like loads of stuff's going to come out. Like, I just... <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Oh, God. You know about that. that. You know so image. much stuff. Ooh. You know a lot. And your golden cats and Gildenstern. I suppose you fancy helping kill the Kraken if we can, if I can ever manage to trust you again. Big if. I genuinely can't see you. Beyond the fact that it is seemingly impossible, I can't think of a reason not to. We're going to try with or without your help, but the future that you're uh, you claim that you want to uh, create may well hinge on it Kraken don't want that future so you'll have my you'll have what help I can gather but once the war starts between myself and Naivara both of us are going to find our fortunes difficult to access hmm 
Uh, there's also the whole mess with the whole empress trying to kill her as well. Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah, I did do that. Did you hear about that? I did, yes. It was interesting, Hastings. I understand she is a personality. Yeah. Yeah. If Nivara were unseated down below, what would be what would be her recourse then? I I take it that's not where most of her wealth is stored. Well, most of her wealth, as with most of mine, in the bank is. Mm. We both have resources we can draw on separately, but with the pair of us no longer acting together, we'll both have a fraction of what we once did. I still I will still have the direct revenue from the factories and the newspapers I control and the influence therein, she will still have the direct influence of the avant-garde. I'm going to have more money, she's going to have more force. I'm closer, which means I probably, well, with Eurist in place, at least, I now ha- I should more reliably have access control over the Institute. So she won't be able to directly play with that. You got a couple of weeks head start as well. Yeah. Although out of the bank, frankly, she's probably already working against you in case this happens. So. Oh yeah, she'll have stuff in place. Mm. Even if you didn't. I have, I have a few. I had a handful of things in place in case the bank collapsed. So, that, and I'm taking that into account. Well, I'll see what a couple of weeks head start can do. Oh, collapsing the bank is going to do very interesting things, isn't it? We don't want... When I say we, I mean the world does not want the bank to collapse suddenly. That would be bad. That would be so bad. Chaos. How do we not do that, then? Well, neither party wants that. Like, no, what we are going, what, what is going to collapsing the bank would be Quilena's move. Your mum's smarter than that. Mm. What is going to ensue is a very complex and involved battle through a series of legal agents to try and Ugh. essentially split sections of it more under our direct control. Let's not be involved in that. I it sounds terrible. awful. Don't think that is a problem that suits your skill set. No, not unless you want someone set on fire. Or negotiated with. We're pretty good at that. That should not have been my second thought. Fire wow. should not be my first. I'm worried about that. Oh dear. Uh, let's keep an eye on that, shall we? Yeah. And you're not worried about the fact that you can break the laws of physics and magic as we know them. Oh no, that's perfect. That's always horrible. Well, that's the thing about laws like that. They're only laws until someone uh, comes up with a better explanation for how things work. Yeah. 
what you're saying is rules are made to be broken. <laughs> I suppose, but more like, um... Uh, well, I'm gonna tell your son you said that. Good luck I ever getting him to do anything you say ever again. <laughs> I think that there's, um... There's a yawning gulf between, you know, um... Laws of physics and laws of, you know, morality and being a good person. And bedtime. I feel like you have, like, two lives. So many. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was just being a parent. But there's this whole high-powered, terrifying bullshit that we're talking about right now where we see the future and, you know, the, the stuff with the revolution and scamp breaking the laws of physics and then there's like your kid who's adorable and puppet shows puppet shows and making cat hair cakes and the fact that you know I've got a date at some point do you ever just feel like you're two people I, I know what you mean but I think in some ways you know, one doesn't preclude the other and one can't preclude the other. Mm. It does feel weird, though. I get it. Feels really weird. Like sometimes we'll be making cake, and I'll just have like an out of body experience. Like if we we're, were also just trying to this... stop the end of the world. Like yeah, the other we were... day, we did a big old battle, nearly died a dozen or so times, killed a huge number of people, also saved a surprising number of people. Then we had a short nap, and then we went out hat shopping. How were those the same people in the same day? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I suppose we all deal with it differently, don't we? But <laughs> but that's sort of what I was saying. Is like you know, th- those were the same people, but you can't have you know the, the one of those things that. without the other things. Otherwise, Please. neither is a whole person. You look over and you see Lady Grace has just sunk, like, <laughs> elbows onto her, like, sitting with her legs crossed. She's just sat elbows onto her knees and is just crying. Oh, uh, it was a good hat. I'm sure. Well, I, I saw um, it. <laughs> I hand her Leah's handkerchief. Oh, oh ow. Powerful move. Ow. <laughs> ow. <laughs> she takes that. <laughs> Take care of it. I want it back when you're done. It's from uh, from the person I escaped with, actually. <laughs> Dabs her eyes, holds it, hands it back. Thanks. You see, that's what it is. Fucking furious with you. Uh, Still gonna give you a handkerchief if you're crying. That's what these two taught me. That's how you do better than her. Notes. Thank you for the um, sausage. 
Jeep and the forkback to scamp. <laughs> You're welcome. You need people who can teach you to be better. You can't do it on your own. I definitely couldn't. <laughs> Have you considered getting a pet? It does help. Are you saying you you learn anything morally from Jeffrey? Because I, my eyebrows are practically in like inside my bandana <laughs> right now, and I just <laughs> you look over and there's like Marjorie is like just like flopping around. <laughs> Jeffrey's still stuck, like scraping out the last bits of like a mixture of sausage grease and banana <laughs> no, juice. Oh, God. Um, and, like, Stormy is just quiet. Stormy's just pissing into a bush. <laughs> you get over here when you're done peeing. I need a hug. Yeah. Thank you. She pads over and, like, just flops into your lap. I stroke the cat. Never had a pet. Okay, do you good? Maybe I can get one of those dogs. The ones with the faces all stoved in. You want a pug? That's it, yes. <laughs> You'd be fucking ridiculous with a pug. You should get a pug immediately. Get a pug, it'll be hilarious. Being responsible for um uh, another tiny life, though it actually does um, uh, teach you a lot. Yeah. Also, I mean, you'd rid yourself of a problem because my mother would never be seen with you again if you had to fuck. <laughs> so you know, problem solved. Yeah, you, you make your life easier in a lot of ways, darling. <sighs> well, speaking of dogs, I might. Have Viv prepare a horse and we might ride a little bit ahead. Okay. Give you some space. If you wish to speak again. Mm-hmm. If you need to communicate on matters relating to the revolution, the Bell Founders can reach me if if you don't want to speak. They are, by and large, not nefarious individuals. They are patriots, believers... Jacob's sort of a underhanded bastard, but that's why I keep him around. But if you should want to talk, my door will be open. Ask around for whichever manner I have nearest, or just send. She will be a redirecting place if we can't get you directly. She nods. Okay. I don't know. She nods again. 
Do you ever find you can? I would like to. That that is yours. Okay. She stands. Do you have someone who can look after you? She glances back at Viv. Are you friends, though? Yes. Good. Tell you're hurting. She nods. Accept help. Thank you. Your secrets are safe with me regardless. Okay. Good. She steps out. Taps Viv on the shoulder. Viv looks back. You just you vaguely you see you see Viv like ask something. Pop her head into the into the silence bubble. Okay, we all good in here? Banging, Viv. Do you want a Think sausage? So. Oh, fantastic. Yes, if I can have... Ah, mm, thank you. There you go. Mm. Oh, shit. What? Rough talk, huh? Yeah. Complicated. Cool. You want I should um, leave the silence up a little bit longer? Yep. Okay. Probably thank sensible. You. Thanks. You've, you've been great. Well, Passes the fork back, mm. takes the cup of, of coffee and leaves. Um, that was a fuck of a lot. Yeah. I don't really know what to do now. Stormy just sort of purrs in your lap. Stroke the cat. Well, that seems like the best option. Do you need space, or do you need people around you who you can trust? I don't really want to be on my own. No. Well, I'm not going anywhere. At least, not yet. (laughs) It's... Do something stupid, and right now I'm managing to just stroke the cat, which is sort of a miracle. Stroke the cat. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. Isn't it rubbish when it turns out that what you thought was a grown-up is just as dumb and, like, Stupid as the rest of us. Dumber. <laughs> Actually dumber. Just been yeah, I had longer to practice being silly. Actually uh, worse in love than I am. You know, I never I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> Me neither, to be honest. I never disbelieved him, but I always I never uh, understood until today exactly what Norrit meant when he said there was no fool like an old fool. Uh yeah. Hmm. Uh Thanks for not judging about Merely, by the way. No, of what's course to, not. What's to judge? Jeez, you, you were... You were both in an impossible situation that neither of you would have been placed in if it wasn't for actually terrible, terrible people. You were horribly manipulated by a terrible person. I mean, we kind of knew that. Yeah. Yes. It's 
I think I'm starting um, to be able to see that, and that's why I could even say it out loud, to be honest. So I think we're yeah. well, I'm proud of you for being able to. And just know that while we obviously haven't had that experience, we're never going to judge you for that. Thanks. I don't see what we would judge you for, quite frankly. No. That's the thing. <laughs> She was great. Like, you would have liked her. Yeah. Yeah, and someone else is responsible for her death. Yes, and that is more or less the uh, the crux of the biscuit here, is much as you may have made uh, decisions that you're not proud of, you would never have been placed in that situation if it weren't for, well, uh, your mother. I didn't want to say it in front of the, the lady in love, but we really need to kill your mum. I'm afraid we do. I can't see another way, can you? I wish I could. Yeah. One of the bad things about her being an elf is she's had centuries to be too far gone. She's had Mm. centuries to try better and be better and she ain't tried. Hundreds of years can be a wonderful thing or a terrible thing. I'm beginning to understand that. So you know how there's magic that can so. turn you into like a another animal or something? Like that time I was a sheep. <laughs> a sheep? Can we do that to yes. your mum, but like permanently? Because <laughs> Lady Grace oh. needs a pet. And is... <laughs> it'd be nice to find a non-killing solution. This is out of like one of those fairy tale books. into a dog for Lady Grace. A pug. A pug. <laughs> 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 I don't think those things this could is even why bite. Why we're friends? Like I just... <laughs> well, we've got those um, uh, like like really disapproving looking expressions on their faces, pugs. Yeah, yeah the suitor is better. She looks. <sighs> yeah, it's funny. When we first started travelling together, Hmm. I thought if I met her again, I'd run. Quite understandable. A little further down the line, I thought maybe I'd bow my head and play nice and figure out a way out of it. And then I thought I'd tell her to go fuck herself a while later. And now I think I'd just look down and know that I'm bigger. And that would be enough. There's probably a spell for that, you know. We could could make you literally bigger and you could step on her. Scamp. Scamp. You're talking my (laughs) fucking language. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's... You're sitting here as living proof, actually, in a lot of ways, that she could have been better, but chose not to be. Yeah. I mean, you are proof that having a crappy start and terrible manipulative people raise you does not mean you have to end up like that. No. Too fucking right. That's more power to you if you don't. Yeah. 
enough now. It it stops. It stops with me. It's done with me. Yeah. I mean, that also means we'll we need to do something her. about your bloody siblings, but that's a whole other thing. Actually, Adrian, we should... T- there is hope sh- for Adrian, maybe. We should get Adrian and Lady Grace together. They could have, like, a, a recovery group. I was obsessed with this woman who was an asshole and destroyed my life. Um, it could be, like, I'm- a support group, I'll be... Yeah! Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you get a lot of Ebon Guard people if we started a support group, I can promise you that. We could franchise it. I mean, she's got the money for it. <laughs> Maybe oh. that would be one of the ways she uh, does better. Hmm. Quilena's a problem. Oh, you don't think she's got her whip back, do you? That's the point, actually. Oh, we God. really ought to check up on that. Knowing what we know now. Oh god, we just sent the whip back to my mum. But... I hate everything. Do you, do you think your mum would give it back? Fact that she knew about that. Does yeah, yeah, we don't necessarily know it got back to her, but also would your mum give it back to Quilletta? Probably not. Well she'd probably turn it into a now I have this and I'm not giving it back to you until you earn it back. I get the feeling. Three years and loads of boring dinners, and then you'll have it back. Bastard. I I kind of feel like the only person who hates Quilena more than us is possibly your mum. I'm starting to think that. And growing up, she really like manipulated us into thinking that, like, I thought that Quilena was the favourite, and I think Quilena thought I was the favourite, and I can see that now. It's really weird. But she just feels like she's just annoyed by her existence. Like, I mean, I'm annoyed by her existence, to be fair. Yeah, me too. I pick the cat up and look at its face. You don't care about all this shit, do you? <laughs> no, you don't do shit. You don't even know any drow except me. She like lick. What? Well, all licks at your wrists. What do you think, <laughs> Lady Grace? <laughs> I agree. Come here. That's <laughs> <laughs> a cat. That's a lousy one I'm going to be so weird for ages. Uh, Take your time, this is a lot. Yeah. I've got some things about, uh, as I need to think about myself after uh, some of those revelations. Mm. Mm, yeah, you, you do a bit, don't you? <laughs> well, the crazy thing was, right? I hadn't really thought about it until... Um, until all of that, but I honestly think actually one of the reasons I I went into learning about uh, medicine and surgery specifically was because there was one time I couldn't help a person. Mm. Uh, it's a good reason. <sighs> We'll do something really stupid when we get back. Yes. Yeah, you're going to go on a date. We're going to put on fake mustaches and follow you to watch how it goes. Oh, God, I'm going to be so. I'm going to be so weird on a date. I can't go on a date. There's a woman okay. expecting me to take her on a date and like be normal and cool. 
the okay, fuck new plan. I'll put on a do wig exa- and I'll go on the date for you, and you okay, can follow in the fake mustache. Will you send me to tell you what once. to say? Perfect. There was definitely a play about this once. <laughs> wow, now I'm going to be so weird on this date. Yeah, or we could maybe postpone the date a day or two and, and give you a chance to recover. That's also fine. Oh, that might be better. Right now, I do actually kind of want it to go well. I'm we'll do sure a test date. Well. Um, we'll I'll, sit, so- I'll, hmm. I'll sit on Corson's shoulders. <laughs> Excellent. And we'll wear a big coat. And you can take us on a date. Say things like, I am Mistress Clara, and things like that. And I can just take <laughs> yes. you around the city for the day. <laughs> Leave long, sexy pauses between your words and stuff. Actually, yeah. I don't know if I can sit on Corson's <laughs> shoulders. Corson, if I sit on your shoulders, my hooves touch the floor. I mean, why is it this way yes. around? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I can't carry Corson. I, I did Corson. wonder that. Like, uh, would it not make uh, more sense for me to um, be on your shoulders? You are solid muscle. I can't pick you up. They I can, are. I can noodly. just about. I, I can't carry you for any length of time. They're weak. No, They're like uh, a leaf plus on it'd be wind. a bit ungainly. <laughs> anyway, a, a thing it might be worth bearing in mind, Celestia, is that um, you know what a date is? It is 100% not any of this, and maybe that's what uh, you're going to want when you get back there. Sounds really nice. Mm. I'm going to have to get her to give me a day, though. Yeah. yeah. Totally I'm understandable. stare at her <laughs> and cry and be weird. Yeah. Maybe Completely we should go back home, back to the ship, and make a cake. And cake just sounds good. Eat cake for a bit. I'm sure Belle will have um, no objection to this. Maybe we should send ahead for cake. Mm. Huh. That's why I'm We're confused. Sending I'm confused and disorientated because I'm not half a bottle of whiskey deep right now. I think it's the cat. <laughs> Helps. I also feel like if I drank anything, I'd die. So, you know. Yes. Yeah, probably not the best idea right now. Just hug the cat instead. <sighs> this is not a mood I think we want to enhance, is it? No. No, for once, no. Mm. Do you want any more sausages? You know what? I think I could go a few more. Do you want some? Yes, please. Round two. <laughs> and he starts um, frying some more sausages. Cousin, you start frying up sausages and with a gentle sizzle of frying meat, you pass into, if you will, a second breakfast. <laughs> Before the day continues. What about second trauma? I don't think he knows about second trauma. <laughs> I think they have second trauma in these parts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And 
with the gentle sizzling of sausages bringing you into into as, as aforementioned <laughs> second trauma um, <laughs> second breakfast second trauma uh i've just realized uh, it's like we've reached the end of the episode uh we didn't i would have said that we'd be back after these no doubt important messages but there's um yeah, this is the, this is a full length episode, so this is a good endpoint. This is a good endpoint, so I guess thank you all very much for listening. Thank you very much for playing. We love you. We love you all. Take care. So much. Stay mm. safe. We are going to content. We will have already content warmed the shit out of yeah. the start also, of this episode. Um, rest assured, we have a very safe table with a lot of safeguards in place, and we're very careful. Yeah, we we check in about these things. Yeah, mm. this is not this is the end of the episode. This is not the end of our evening. We will yeah. now yeah. spend some time looking after each other, being yes. down a bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Please look after each other as well. Aftercare is important. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but no, um, we love you all very much. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for playing, and farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs, Fair Seas, and Natural Twenties. I shared with her my secrets fair, and saw her villainy laid bare. I can't escape it even here, my mother's web of power and fear. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.